and welcome back to the Fitness Nerds Podcast. This is your co-host, Ryan Smith, and I've got a special interview with us today. So I have Jeff Hunt from RestWise, which is a company all about rest and recovery for our athletes. And I also have Rhonda Collier from Sweetwater, which is uh, the maker of the Sweetbeat uh, HRV app and several other apps. So today we're going to be talking a lot about the rest recovery and how to know that it's time to train, whether it's a good time to train or whether it's a uh, day that we need to take for rest. So first I have Jeff. So Jeff, if you want to give a little bit of, of your background, um, I didn't have everything pulled up here, so give us a little bit about you and rest-wise. Sure. So uh, thank you for the introduction. Thank you for having me on, on your podcast. Um, so my background as is as a businessman and as a as an athlete, and RestWise is an attempt to combine both of those into a into a, a fun and productive way to spend my time. So as a as an athlete, I've always been focused on endurance athlete, uh, training and have mm-hmm. you know, been in very competitive situations where I've had to push myself to an extreme. And in, in doing that, I had a particular incident where I was at the Olympic Training Center training for cycling, and long story short, was pushed too hard, overtrained. I took about four months after that before I could compete at a level where you know, I should have been performing. And because of that, I became incredibly attuned to the importance of recovery in a, in a training plan. Right. So fast forward about 20 years, I partnered with a high school friend of mine who's been a coach of a, a couple of athletes, but most notably a world um, world champion mountain biker, and as a coach, he said that his biggest challenge was understanding recovery of athletes. And one thing led to another. The two of us decided to put together RestWise as a way to quantify your recovery, so that as an athlete or a coach, you can balance the demands of training with the needs um, to recover, to recover from the training and absorb its benefits. Right. So I'll get into that in a little more, but I'm going to stop right there so that sure. you know, have Rhonda introduce herself and absolutely. So great, and and then on the other line we also have Rhonda Collier from Sweetbeat, as I introduce her. Sweetwater Health, right, is and then Sweetbeat is the app that we're utilizing, and um, along with a couple other the HRV Sense. I know that uh, that Dave Asprey with the Bulletproof Executive uses, and we also have the uh, the Food Sense app, which is built into those as for that that I utilize with my athletes. So, uh, so Ron, if you give us a little background about yourself and the and Sweetwater itself. Okay. Well, once again, thank you so much, Ryan, for having us. Um, we really appreciate all your support and um, enjoy doing these podcasts. Great. So, my background is actually electrical engineering, and I did um, chip design. Yes, computer chips, video and graphics chips. TVs and computers and PCs like that okay. for a long time, and I loved it. And then one day I was just done. So mm-hmm. I went to grad school and got a master's in holistic psychology. So. And going into its marriage family therapy training and its mm-hmm. holistic, um, coming from an electrical engineering background, I viewed it as systems theory applied to people right. and relationships. It really is. And so, um, because I wasn't going to train to be a therapist, I did my thesis on um, starting with quantum physics. I linked all these different systems together and how to build a healthy business. Um, It's pretty interesting. And through my travels, I found heart rate variability. 
Okay. Um, I was seeing these recurring themes through um, all these different scientific disciplines. Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. with the therapy background, we learned, we spent three years learning about when we were triggered. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because as a therapist, you need to know that, otherwise you'll take it out on your client if they trigger you. And so I really wanted to create an app that would let you know when you're triggered. Okay. Okay? Because the thing about stress is um, you get used to being stressed, and when you have chronic stress, you don't even know it. Right. That you're in a, a constant fight-or-flight mode, um, and you feel relaxed. And so that really led to Sweetwater Health. Um, I ran into Joe Beth Dow, who's my business partner, mm-hmm. uh, in the park one day, and we just said, let's do it. And then Donna Lever had just quit her job at Tektronix, mm-hmm. so... Um, the rest is history. Awesome. But it really was to create something that could help people help themselves. Right. And then, of course, we uh, met Ben Greenfield, who wanted to use it for uh, training recovery. Right. And so we, because we are Silicon Valley startup engineers, we turned on a dime and added features for Ben. And, um, and right. now here we are. Awesome. Yep. And it's uh, definitely, and I, and I know from my own personal standpoint, uh, being involved as far as using utilizing the app and and kind of learning a lot about HRV and obviously being one of Ben's superhuman coach trainers, uh, you know, going through that whole program, we spent a lot of time talking about HRV as well and recovery. And we've done whole sections from, from a recovery standpoint. And me as an endurance coach, I deal a lot with Ironman athletes, ultra runners, and um, but then also I have kind of a holistic and wellness business as well. So dealing with executives and professionals and how do we handle their performance on a daily basis? So this is that, you know, most people don't realize how important rest and recovery as well as what's going on from a nervous system standpoint is plays into their day-to-day life. So this is uh, this is pretty cool. And I guess is, I just got the email last week about the, the new announcement uh, with uh, obviously Sweetwater and RestWise kind of utilizing, coming together and utilizing that. So... Uh, I was obviously very excited to have you both on today, too. So uh, with that, I guess we'll kind of start with uh, Jeff and talking about rest and recovery and what it takes from a standpoint of that as somebody who's been overtrained, myself who's also been overtrained and deal, dealing with people that have been coached and overtrained. Talk to us a little bit about rest and recovery and the, the markers that go along with it. All right. Um yeah, so it's, it's good to know that you've got the personal experience as well, so you, uh, this will all resonate with you. But uh, the first thing to say about recovery is that when you exercise, that doesn't make you fitter or stronger. Right. It's the time after the exercise when your body adapts to the stimulation of the exercise that you actually make the gains and um, make improvements in, in fitness. So in order to have a productive training plan or exercise plan, whatever level you're at, you have to have a balance right between the stimulus and the, the time and conditions that you provide for your body to absorb it. Right. If you do that, you can get a nice steady progression towards increased fitness, increased health, and uh, you know, and perform better, not just as an athlete, but in all aspects of your life. Um, so what's, what's been interesting about listening to these introductions is that we came very much from the elite athlete side of it and realized that as we got deeper and deeper into working with not just athletes, but coaches and people who have a you know, background that isn't just performance driven, it's really health and wellness driven, um, that 
a lot of the stressors that can end up compromising your athletic performance are not just the results of, of training and working out, but it's all the life stresses. Right. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we've got a, we originally designed RestWise about four years ago, and we, um, the concept was to take a survey of sports science that was available, available for recovery, take all the markers that had been shown to reflect compromised recovery, put them into a single algorithm so that somebody who's using it answers about a dozen questions each day. Mm -hmm. It takes about a minute to do it, and it turns through an algorithm. The RestWise algorithm comes up with a score on 1 to 100. Right. So our principle in developing that was keep it really simple, rely on existing science, don't develop anything new, and um, and you know, make it quick so that people comply with it. Right. At the time, HRV was sort of a, a new concept, at least as it was being applied to, to athletics. So we sort of looked at it. We didn't include it. Um, over time, the science behind it has become much stronger. And as we've started working with uh, you know, our own athletes, we've had a lot of people request it. So um, in addition to the markers that we that we started with, which I'll go, go through in a second, we've decided that uh, you know, this opportunity to partner with Sweetwater Health was a great way to bring HRV to those people who want another objective marker and a way to really reflect uh, central nervous system fatigue. Um, and build that, build that into RestWise. So, um, if it's helpful, I'll quickly run through the things that we do track. Please do. Okay. So, when you uh, when you complete your RestWise information each day, first thing in the morning, you're entering your morning heart rate, your oxygen saturation, if you happen to use a pulse oximeter, although that's by far the least important part of the algorithm, mm -hmm. uh, your morning weight, another optional field if you don't have any equipment, uh, how much you slept and how well, which, you know, as you know, is absolutely huge to right. responses that create positive adaptation. Energy level and mood, which are both obviously subjective markers, but there's a, a ton of science behind them that shows that they correlate to invasive tests that show hormone levels and other measures that uh, have been right. shown in the lab to correlate to, mm -hmm. um, to compromise recovery. And let's see, we've got... a. Uh, Appetite, any illness or injury, muscle soreness, urine shade, and, and, uh, and I think that gets us through the through the entire list. Okay. But as you can see, they're all either yes/no questions. Yes, things are normal. They're worse than normal. Better than normal. All the, or they're um, simple numbers that you plug in. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. And that's uh, use. I haven't used the the rest wise uh, in the same way, but I've also I'm one of the Train Peak certified trainers and coaches, so I've gone through their program. So which we, I know we have they have something that's a little that's a similar that's in there that where we can incorporate those things, but I've been looking at just from a from a simplicity I've been using that, but it, rest wise was one of those programs I've been looking at kind of bringing in with utilizing with all of my my clients, my whether my they're my coaching or my endurance clients, so. Uh, it's good to know that we what the products and uh, the different things that are involved in in that as well. So we uh, we actually have a partnership with Training Peaks where they added some of the metrics that we track into their daily metrics section. Okay. So if you complete your RestWise data, mm -hmm. it all flows into Training Peaks. Great. Uh, along with the recovery score, so it's Great. set up for somebody like you who wants to incorporate that and. Mm -hmm. And now with the HRV component, if you wanted to get everything all in one place, that would that, that'd that, be great. That, that's great, yeah. Because I do know that uh, as of yet, uh, Training Peaks has not incorporated HRV, and it's something I've requested of them as a coach. So I'm looking forward that now that 
this is a way that I can utilize, obviously, HRV and rest-wise and have that incorporated into, into Training Peaks as well since they have yet to do that for me. So, uh, so speaking of HRV, and I've covered this a little bit, just me talking about HRV on a previous podcast, but I would love to get uh, your feedback and discussion around exactly what HRV is, Rhonda. Oh, okay, sure. So, um, my my favorite description is um, people think without thinking. Actually, you people assume that your heart beats at a um, regular intervals. Mm-hmm. So, if your heart rate is sixty beats per minute, that it beats in one second intervals. Right. Okay, that's not true, and that would be very unhealthy. It's not like a metronome. It actually beats in like 0.92, and the the intervals average out to be. 60 right. beats per minute, okay? Mm-hmm. So that variability is what heart rate variability is, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and now heart rate variability is represented in lots of different ways, but heart rate variability is the natural occurring uh, variation between heartbeats. Okay. Okay. And there's multiple ways to measure that. One is a statistical, standard deviation, root mean square, okay. successive differences. If for anybody who took stats right. um, in college, they, it's all just really statistical measures. Um, and then there's also frequency analysis of it. And that's more engineering geek. Right. But basically you run a, a frequency analysis on it. And that gives you what's called low frequency, or LF, okay. and high frequency, or HF. Okay. Okay. So all of these are different ways of measuring heart rate variability. Okay. Okay. So um, the, the, where it applies to, to the athletes is that um, it turns out that overtraining, amongst other things, fatigues um, what's called the vagal tone. Okay. And mm-hmm. the vagus nerve is the tenth of 12 cranial nerves. Right. And can be measured in using the time domain uh heart rate variability called RMSSD, or root mean square of successive differences, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, then uh, the other things you can measure are the sympathetic nervous system, and I'm going to back up a little bit. Okay. The autonomic nervous system consists of two branches. Right. The sympathetic, or mm-hmm. fight or flight branch, that speeds the heart up, basically prepares you to fight or run, sends blood to the muscles, shuts down digestion, which is why a lot of stressed people have a lot of uh, stomach problems. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so that's the sympathetic or fight or flight branch. And then we have the parasympathetic or rest and repair branch. Okay, that slows the heart down. Um, It sends blood to all of the digestion, and it's really the the time when repair occurs. Okay. And so these two branches of the nervous system are contributing to that variability, where the sympathetic is speeding it up and the parasympathetic slowing down. Okay. Um, And so the LF or low-frequency uh, analysis of heart rate variability is your sympathetic nervous system. Okay. And the parasympathetic is the HF. Okay. And so heart rate variability is this great non-invasive way to look at the nervous system. So okay. yeah, those are the pieces that really that people want to know about. Okay. Yeah. And, that's what, and I know for me, whenever I'm watching my HRV and whenever I'm looking at it and I break it down, I look at my high frequency and my low frequency to see what we've got going on. And obviously that's also uh, based on the 
on the app itself, it tells me what is my, based on that relationship and how stressed I am and everything I, is what, what I'm seeing from there. So the HRV is just is a number, whereas the high frequency and low frequency is the data that gives me what I need to know about what's going on actually in my nervous system, right? Is that kind of... That's right. No, okay. That's right. That's right. Okay. And there's different things about uh, low frequency and high frequency that people are interested in. So one is the balance, mm -hmm. okay? Um, so uh, an overdrive of fight or flight is a stress situation, right. okay? And then there's the power levels, okay? Okay. So once again, there's the ratio of low frequency to high frequency, and then there's the power levels. And so um, average, your average couch potato or even someone who does a little bit of walking mm -hmm. may have power levels in the hundreds. Okay. Okay. Um, some of these elite athletes have it in up at 10,000. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's the balance and then there's the power levels. And, and I really want to stress to your, to your listeners, everybody has their own range. Mm -hmm. And so really you can't compare yourself to other people. And so if you do use something like Sweet Beat and start looking at the power levels, um, you'll, you'll figure out what your nap normal range is. Mm -hmm. And then if you fall below that for some length of time, something's going on. Either you're, um, you're training too hard or you could have some systemic something else going on. Okay. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, great. So uh, I guess with that then, so we've got these two very different components of what's going on in, in an athlete's recovery. And I know from whenever I'm coaching with my athletes, I kind of emphasize to them that they're training, whether it be an hour or two hours out of the day, but there's still another 22 hours out of the day that they need to be recovering. And that is the time where they are getting the most benefit. Because if, they, if, if they've trained hard and then they're still stressed, or they're not recovering, they're going out and they're doing stuff, you know, and, you know, they're, they're in a highly volatile situation at home or whatever it may be, that their body is not recovering. So it's right. that this recovery is all the stuff that they need. Would you kind of agree with that, Jeff, or? Absolutely. And as a coach, you know, I said, I originally told what the impetus was to start the company. I think as a coach, it's incredibly challenging because, you can lay out the most intelligent training plan that has the ideal balance for that athlete between rest and recovery, but you have no idea what they're doing during that time when they're not, right. they're not with them. And it can profoundly affect how they respond from the exact same you know, training stimulus. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think, and I use the analogy sometimes is when people, you know, whether they're a triathlete or whatever they are, but triathletes are obviously, there's a, it's a great way to, as an example, dealing with endurance athletes, but, you know, they'll see in a magazine, Craig Alexander's training program, you know, and it's like they're going to try to utilize that type of a training program of a professional athlete. But the, what they don't realize is that he's got this training program, but then he's got all this other time that he's spending recovering where the rest of us have an eight or 10 hour a day job and families and all this other stuff. And we're not paid to rest and recover because that's where our performance, we're trying to perform and do this type of a training program, plus, plus we have to live the rest of a life of earning income or whatnot, because most of us are not professional athletes. That's exactly right, and people, particularly you talk about triathlon, there's a very highly motivated mindset among triathletes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in some ways, coaches and athletes or people who provide products like mine and Miranda's are 
you know, we're swimming upstream because the it's a lot easier for someone with a work hard, you know, mindset to just stick to a training plan to forget whatever signal, ignore whatever signals are telling them they can make adjustments. So it's uh, you know, what's powerful about what we've done individually and and combined now is uh, is to put a number to it. Right. So. You know, if somebody wakes up and maybe they're thinking, you know what, I don't feel good, but I'm supposed to go run 12 miles today. Um, you know, they go through a more rigorous process where they're getting a real understanding of what is going on in their body. You know, the answering questions would reflect their hormone state and, you know, taking measurements would reflect their, their nervous system state. And all of a sudden, it's not just you feeling like you're wimping out. You're feeling you're being told that the best thing you can do today to improve your fitness and health is to sit on the couch. Right. <laughs> not to go do that run. Right. And it's hard as those type A personalities and as early adopters, it's like, what do you mean I have to sit at home today? I can't sit at home today. This is, I have to go do this. This is, you know. Right here. Yeah. I, I have, I have uh, this time slot allocated. Exactly. Out of my busy working and, and I'm going to go do it. That's now. right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's. And really, really getting that mindset mm -hmm. of, of I want to perform best and right. that means rest yep. today. It's just, uh... yeah, absolutely. And I've actually got some some people that I'm dealing with some similar situations. They're very very type A people. They have uh, you know a job that is where they're gone for two, three, four days at a time, and you know, and they're you know, kind of all over the place and stressors, and they're up all night because you know it's uh, different things, and you know it's like okay, but and my times are getting slower. Why are they getting slower? Well, you know, and they've been getting slower for six months. Well, probably because you're not resting. So. Well, and I, I think what's important for, you know, the, the young people think they're going to live forever mm -hmm. is that even um, a fit athlete can end up with a heart attack, um, right. uh, you know, um, due to the stress. Right. You know, they end up with hypertension and high blood pressure because they're just in chronic, chronic stress. They're not sleeping well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's really important, not just for that event training to be better, right. but to have a long and healthy life. Right. Definitely, definitely. So so let's get into a little bit about this combination now, how we're bringing the two different numbers together. So what is it? So we've got, Jeff, you've got the things that you've been dealing with, and then Rhonda, you've got your numbers. And like I said, I've, I'm kind of familiar with all of that. And now how how are the two kind of coming together to give us a new number from from recovery is it just another is it another data point with the rest wise to, to give us or what type of things do we have well so so we're doing this in steps okay. and yeah uh, what we've done to date is created an automatic um, transfer of information from somebody who enters their sweet beat or their sweet beat life reading in mm -hmm. the morning or who takes the reading in the morning it automatically gets uploaded into Sweetwater but also get sent over to RestWise. Mm -hmm. So we've added that field, and it's now something that, yes, it is one of the you know, dozen things that we track, but it's got a you know, special role. Um, and what, what we really wanted to do is to give people an opportunity to see both of those together and make decisions with a more complete picture based on both sets of information. So the first thing we did in, in phase one was to allow somebody who views their RestWise chart, which uh, you know shows their whole history of the recovery score over time mm -hmm. to you right up against that the um, HRV score for okay. that same period. Okay. And I thought 
probably got the most experience of anyone on the planet incorporating the two of them. It's just it's been fascinating watching them move. Generally, very much in lockstep, uh-huh. and then occasionally I'll see a, a divergence, which uh, you know maybe that I think I'm worse off than I am, and this is in a quantitative way of, of telling me that I'm actually doing better than I think I am, and it might be okay to go train a bit. Um, but it's uh, you know it, it allows me to have another data point right now to uh, make those decisions, and then eventually what we want to do is is incorporate this HRV score into the uh, score that you get from rest-wise. Great, awesome, and uh, so so we've so now we've kind of got this, and we're it's given us obviously multiple multiple things to to look at from an athlete. Um, you know how how is the easiest way for I guess our people to collect the data of HRV. So I mean, I know there's you know there's other companies that deal with it. I personally I've used the the Polar H7 heart rate monitor with my iPhone. That's been my most common thing. I've also tested with the uh, obviously the new health patches from Vital Connect and utilizing utilizing those which I know those give us a little bit more data from they give us some skin temperature and some things which I'm guessing is probably not yet involved in the whole thing because that's a fairly new thing obviously with the uh, sweet beet life but uh, you know what what is the easiest way for people to kind of collect this data and use it all together you Rhonda you want to take that one or sure so um, sweet beet works with off-the-shelf chest straps so most athletes have one of some sort and a lot of folks are now moving to Bluetooth low energy that will talk to their iPhone or, or Android. Um, Android's a little behind iPhone on that. but right. um, So not just talking to their watch, but talking to their watch and or the iPhone. Okay. And so you just download SweetBeat, put on your strap and hit go. Okay. And then it runs a three minute. So for HRV for training, is which is what we call it, mm-hmm. um, you basically have your stuff uh, next to you in bed. And it's really better to do it before your mind starts doing anything um, because actually that will change your HRV. So it's really good to be kind of half asleep, put on your strap, and just run the three-minute session. And then when you hit done, it uploads to our server, um, uploads to RestWise if you've linked to your accounts. And what it does is provide a a graph of your ongoing HRV Mm -hmm. and a reference line. Um, that tracks, it's a 10-day running window of a little algorithm. And so if your HRV is above that line, then it's a train as normal or, or increased training. And if it's below the line, it's a, uh, the first day it's below the line is a low exertion day. Okay. And this, once again, this is from a research paper. paper. I want to clarify that. Okay. Um, they did some clinical research. Um, so one day below the line, we recommend a low exertion day. And if you're below the line, uh, two days, we recommend a rest day. Okay. And so um, we're really looking forward to having Jeff incorporate this. I'm excited to see the data he collects. I know we're all nerds. Right. Um, but his, <laughs> his algorithm running next to the HRV. Right. Um, and really having this data to really start uh, educating people how important this is. Right. Because I've met so many people I didn't know anything about overtraining yourself to a point of this adrenal fatigue and people really unable to uh, have their passion. There's a guy, I think, in Sweden who, he he was a a competitive cyclist whose HRV is really in the toilet now Mm -hmm. because he pushed himself too hard and he can't even do any riding. 
right. um, at this point. And so just having this for all these kind of crazy type A athletes to really uh, hopefully have a better outcome, not only in their training, but in their life. Yeah. And then I, so I'm guessing that so we're doing our three minute uh, reading of HRV in the morning, but this is also going to be our, uh, our time, I guess, when we're going to do our pulse ox and do all of our other rest-wise data that we're doing because if we're doing it on the on the iPhone I know rest-wise has an iPhone app as well so we're going to take that and be able to do both of them at the same time and I'm guessing obviously enter data from a computer or whatnot too but I'm guessing while you're laying there do your pulse ox and everything at the same time right Jeff? Uh, you can yeah. Okay. Um, you, know, you may choose to do what Rhonda suggested as you're still kind of waking up to your Put your test mm-hmm. wrap on and take your HRV reading. Right. And and when that's done, enter your your rest-wise information, um, just so you don't have any sort of maybe if you're asked about your mood, it changes your right. <laughs> your stress level or you know things like that. You might want to just yeah. hear and do do one and do the well, other. It does. People have done back to back in the morning, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, the second one's different because you started thinking. Right. And you started like worrying if it's the same and. Uh, if you if you played with, and Ryan you have mm-hmm. I didn't know that uh, played with Sweet Bee for a long time you you'll see that a thought can take take your right. HRV yeah a stressful thought something going on somebody said something that that hurt your feelings or made you mad and mm-hmm. it just shows immediately right and so I do want to comment though for your listeners that are interested in the health patch really convenient in the morning you don't have to put that strap on you just stick the patch on it, and I use it over and over so you can wear it three days in a row okay. mine lasts for a month I stick the module in uh-huh. and I stick it on and then I just put the sticky thing back on and okay. um, so that's a really convenient way to, to do your HRV for training okay yeah that's uh and I was I was one of the things because I know depending upon the type of uh, vital of the health patch that we have from vital connect which one some of them are really really sticky and when you try to take yeah. it off it's it's done, and then the other ones are some of them. When you put them on, they're depending upon which one you have. It's easy to take off and put back on. Um, yeah. Are the are the batteries going to last a while in in the ones? Because I I know oh, the ones that I've used, it seems like they die you know a week to, or so on the. But I've used the really heavy duty for training ones. Well, so if you um, are using it for HRV for training mm-hmm. in the morning by your bedside, just take the module out. Okay. I don't seal it up. So, okay. You know the flap? Right. So there's a little flap for your listeners that you open up. So the patch itself has the battery right. and the EKG electrodes. Mm-hmm. And then the, you, there's a map module that go, you, you insert that right. has all the sensors and the Bluetooth. And so I just take it out. I don't seal it up. Okay. That's good to know because that, okay. that, so that, that'll that. make a... I just a... open it, stick the module in. It'll last me a month. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so, good. I get a lot of... Of use out of patches. Good. That's and that's that's good to know because I've I've known I've had a few people ask me about that and the, at the same time they're like, well, and when they've looked at the price of it, they're going, oh, well, you know, it's if I'm going through these and I'm like, well, I I wanted to kind of get that whole sense of how do how can we utilize this? You know, it's great sometimes to take data 24 hours a day or you know five or six hours at a time, but how do we you know how can we do this on in a more, some people are just more economical standpoint. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, me too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just take the module in and out. I actually okay. got a little sunglasses case. Oh, okay. And that's my little Vital um, Connect okay. box. All right. Um, so I've got my patch that I'm using, and then I put the module in there, and it's my little 
my little thing. So yeah, you can get you get uh, I get a month out of it. Okay. Well, great. Okay. Well, great. So, are there any things from a else from a kind of a recovery standpoint that uh, that you think uh, even Jeff from that think our listeners would really need to to know about that would be hey these are uh, these are some some things that they should that they should think about from a even just a daily life kind of recovery standpoint. Well, I'll, uh, I'll answer that first, just in the context of, of our product, which uh-huh. is. Um, you know, we the things that you measure when you're um, when you're using Restwise are by and large things that influence your recovery. So it's been uh, it's been really interesting to see the feedback we've gotten from people who've used it. That has ranged anywhere from I feel accountable to Restwise in the morning, so I go to bed half an hour earlier and I drink a glass of water before bed because I know I'm going to have to answer questions about sleep and hydration. Right. So part of the process uh, is just taking that minute to A, think about recovery, and B, to kind of go through that checklist of the, of the things that you know um, are, are an influence on it. Okay. So part of what I think the, the process that both of us put our, our customers through is just heightening the level of awareness, which is a big first step toward you know, more intelligent, balanced, right. balanced strengthening. Um, and then beyond that, you know, I, I said sleep is incredibly important. Obviously, mm-hmm. nutrition, there are... Um, and after that, it gets a little unclear kind of the value of various modalities. There's so much of recovery. There's so much debate around which, uh, you know, what processes you can do, whether it's massage or ice baths or you know, the various other interventions that you can take, mm-hmm. how effective each of those is. Um, but you know, one of the values of using our, our products is that you can actually start to do some of those things and you can experiment a bit and see, get a better sense of what's, what's working for you. And over time, kind of dial in the behaviors that will help you optimize your recovery. Great, yeah, and uh, definitely. I mean, the, the awareness is such a huge part, and I think that's probably me. Whenever I'm educating people, is it's like, okay, you have to become aware of all of all of this, you know. And again, aware of what from a nutritional standpoint, and you know, obviously the sleep standpoint. And I guess on the sleep. Um, how do you usually recommend that people monitor their sleep? I mean, I know it. So you put sleep as a data point into RestWise, and you know I've got everything from Fitbit to you know there's iPhone apps and all of those things. How do you usually kind of recommend from from that standpoint for people utilizing RestWise? So our sleep uh, our sleep is measured on both quantity and quality. Okay. So we're answering one number, which is just how long you slept, and the other is how well you slept. Um, and it was designed not to rely on any sort of external app or, or equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, the guidance that we provide people is that if you are using one of those things, then just use it to inform the uh, the metrics that we're we're recording. Okay. Um, you know, there's there's some question about how effective some of those are, depending on what um, what technique they use. Right. If it's if it's based on an accelerometer, you're going to get the same reading. If you're a person who lies in bed all night without moving but isn't asleep. Mm-hmm. And somebody's had a great night of sleep. Right. Um, so, you know, if those help you be more accurate about how well and how long you slept, then you know, whatever device it is that you're using, then you should you should use that just to inform the answers to the questions. Okay. Great. We haven't found anything to integrate with yet. We were close to doing that with Zio, which was a, a, the headband that you wore that, that right. measured your sleep and quantified it. And it was very accurate, but it just got killed by the free apps that may not have you know provided right. as good data, but... Yeah. Or, uh, or easier to use. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was I was uh, starting to use the Zio and whenever they kind of that whole the whole thing kind of fell apart. Which I mean, it's a, obviously like you said, it's a great product and would have been one of those great for us quantified selfers out there. So uh, I've got I'm actually going to be talking about uh, a lot of the quantified self at a quantified self local meetup here next month. So. Um, and HRV is going to be actually one of the ones and recovery and how to utilize things like training peaks and rest wise and all that just to quantify your, your daily self uh, for, for this group. Because most of them, are, again, a lot of them are using Fitbits and things like that. So this is going to be a cool tool for me to now, you know, obviously bring to them and utilize with them and explain to us so we can have more people joining uh, into that type of information. So, um, Rhonda, how about you? Uh, from a, just talk about some of the other maybe the other features of RestWise while we uh, are of. Uh, so, Rhonda, as we as we're back here, uh, Rhonda, so just uh, talk a brief bit about some of the other features that we have in Sweetbeat. Uh, you know, I know the food sense and then just the stress monitor, not just the HRV for training. So, how can we utilize that? Easiest. Right, right. So Sweetbeat has uh, several features, and you know what? I'll just talk about Sweetbeat Life because it's really right. you're talking about Fitbits and all that. It's, right. um, people get really addicted to that kind of thing. Um, so Sweetbeat has a real-time stress monitor. So we look at the balance between that nervous system and see much how much fight or flight you have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, we have obviously the HRV for training feature. We also have a heart rate recovery feature, which our customers like. You um, uh, you get your heart rate up to 60 to 80 percent of max, and then when you stop exercising, you uh, hit "I'm done," and it will give your heart rate recovery score. Okay. Um, also, we have what's uh, called food sensitivity detection, which lets you discover foods that you may not have an allergy to, mm -hmm. but that is causing a sensitivity. Okay. Um, and Basically, briefly, it's based on Dr. Coca's pulse test. He was a renowned immunologist um, in the 50s who came up with this. And your pulse will increase a certain amount up to an hour and a half after eating your offending food. Right. Um, if you've eaten something, and really important for all this recovery we're talking about and uh, general health is that eating offending foods like that can cause low-level and chronic low-level inflammation. Mm -hmm which combined with all the hormones and stress and cortisol really wreaks havoc. Um, and then with Sweet Beat Life, we have what's called a correlation feature. So you can link in your Fitbit, you can link in your Wything scale and blood pressure cuff, mm -hmm. also your Map My Fitness, so we can just see how many METs mm -hmm. of exercise you're doing. Um, and we correlate that with your HRV and your stress levels. Right. So um, say you're training for an event and you want to know over the last six months what you've been doing that consistently um, gives you a, a nice high HRV. Okay. Then we go in and actually look at all your data and say these are the things that correlate to a high HRV or a low HRV. Okay. Um, and people with weight will want to know that too. Um, you know, because weight loss is so big for a lot of Americans and right. actually people in general. And so what am I doing? I feel like I can't lose weight, you right. know. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's going to tell you what you were doing when you were able to lose weight and what you were doing when you weren't. And same with blood pressure. What am I doing? Why is my blood pressure sometimes high and sometimes uh, right. where I want it to be? And so we're looking at all the data you're tracking, the okay. correlation. 
Um, and then with the RestWise patch, uh, we've got your respiration, your skin temperature, um, we it, it count steps and posture and all kinds of stuff. So okay. it's really, really exciting. Uh, to be able to add these features. Okay. And that's the Vital Connect patch, right? The that's what the Vital Connect patch is. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Well, great. Well, I know we're, uh, I know, Rhonda, you've got to catch a flight here in a little bit, so we'll just kind of finish up. And Jeff, I know okay. you've got business things that you've got to get as well. Um, so I guess really for, for our listeners, let's talk a little bit how they can start utilizing these. So Jeff, let's, how do they, uh, how do they start utilizing RestWise as a, uh, as a company and the information that comes from RestWise? Well, so the first step would be to go to restwise.com mm -hmm. and we offer up a free, it's a subscri subscription service, but we offer up a free trial. So anybody who wants to give it a go for 30 days for free can do that. Um, during those 30 days, there's a stream of emails that will educate you about a lot of issues related to recovery, ranging from the things that we track back to its role in, role in training. So there's a lot of value even if you just do the trial and, and walk away from it at that point. Okay. Uh, so uh, and and then as you're, if you work with a coach, you can your coach can always set up a free account that's always free and use that to monitor you and be able to see your information for uh, and that of all of his other athletes in the same place. Okay. Great. And awesome. Set up set up uh, you know HRV with with Rhonda, then uh, you can link the two accounts so that the data flows. Wonderful. Right and well, Rhonda will tell you how to do that. All right, very cool. And I think yeah. this is awesome that we've we've got these two forms of data and everything as well. So, uh, so Rhonda, yeah, how do we how do we start utilizing Sweetwater and Sweetbeat and Sweetbeat Life um, for our training and our recovery? Yeah. So just go to the iTunes App Store, okay. Apple App Store, um, and then. Uh, do go to our website and check supported heart rate monitors. There's so many Bluetooth heart rate monitors out there. I think this is important to mention. Mm -hmm. um, we need what are called RR intervals. Okay. It's like the, the EKG peaks that you see. Mm -hmm. um, and not all chest straps transmit RR intervals. Okay. So even if it's a Bluetooth strap, you want to make sure that we've tested it. Okay. So go to our website. And it, it's just your athletic chest strap. Okay. Download it, pair it, and, and you're off and running. Okay. Um, You'll create a uh, Sweetwater Health account, okay. and then to link to RestWise, you just log into your account on the website, and there's a place right there once you're logged in to enter your RestWise credentials, and okay. you're, you're off and running. Great. Um, so you would do your HRV for training um, session in okay. the morning, mm -hmm. and you will tag it. This is important. You will tag it HRV for training. There's a canned tag. Okay. That tells it to go over to RestWise. Great. Okay. Well, wonderful. So, uh, so with that, I guess really we're kind of coming to a, a close of this cool announcement of the way we can utilize both uh, features. And we're going to, uh, you know, with that, I guess we'll kind of end, let you all kind of move on with your day. And okay. I'm sure we will uh, be in touch more. So I really okay. appreciate it. And as I, as I have more questions, I'll, I'll get in touch with each one of you individually and we can kind of go from there for the quantified self stuff because I'm sure I'll have questions before I start presenting there. Okay. Sounds great, Ryan. All right. Very much. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for being on, and I really appreciate it. You'll have a great day. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.